0: you know we've got to go back to the very core of delivering good medical consultations and that is you know taking a really good history and more so with telehealth than in person there's a lot of things that you can't just um, rely on or assume because you don't have the person physically in front of you.
1: Hi I'm Rocky Ruperto a lawyer at Avant. The voice you just heard was Dr Amandeep Hansra a GP in metropolitan Sydney. Dr Hansra has been at the forefront of telehealth advocacy in Australia for the past decade. At Event, we've been getting lots of questions from you, our members, about telehealth. So we created this podcast series in response to some of your questions. For discussion today, how to best establish a connection with a new patient, someone you haven't met before, over telehealth. We also met with Dr Bridget Clancy, an ear, nose and throat and head and neck surgeon from country Victoria, who has amped up her telehealth practices more recently. And Dr Penny Brown, Advanced Chief Medical Officer and a practicing GP. Avance's advice prior to COVID was that telehealth is best suited to a current patient where you already have an established relationship. When COVID hit, things changed and this was rarely possible. So we asked our panel how they managed new patient situations. Penny sums it up well.
0: I find it really hard when I've never met the patient before. So I just, it's that much harder to judge where this is and what they're after and what their agenda is and all of those things because I don't have a baseline.
1: One of the key issues our panel mentioned was the emphasis on the basics of a medical consultation and that doesn't change if the person is in front of you or if you're seeing them virtually as Amandeep mentioned at the start. Amandeep also had the following to say.
0: More so with telehealth than in person. There's a lot of things that you can't just um, rely on or assume because you don't have the person physically in front of you. And especially on the telephone, you're you're much more dependent on your good history-taking skills. So I think it's important to stick to the fundamentals of how we normally do medical consultations and taking that history, asking all the right questions.
1: It's a great point that Amandeep makes to come to a consultation with an open mind and let the objective history taking inform the diagnosis. We've seen errors in diagnosis when a differential diagnosis hasn't been considered.
0: It's important to to try and gather information that you can on the patient. So whether you have access um, to their patient management system and they've got a record that might have seen other doctors, I think it's important to have access to all of that, whether you're doing the consultation from home or from some other location. Um, I think it's important to access the My Health Record if they have one. Um, you can find often information on there in terms of their medications that they're on or a previous GP or um, healthcare provider might have uploaded shared health summary or an event summary. So I think for video, um, if you're comfortable with it, it definitely is preferable for conditions uh, consultations where you're meeting a new patient or you are actually trying to do a physical assessment.
1: It's a really good point Amandeep makes about thinking of all the places you can draw information from. Bridget explained in her experience with telehealth previously, she always met with patients for the first time in person, so it was a big adaptation to start seeing new patients virtually.
2: All of my consultations in the past had been with review patients where I'd already thoroughly examined them and established rapport, but all of our patients... um, were offered a a new patient appointment via telehealth first. Offering new patient telehealth appointments can drastically reduce the time it takes for the patient to wait for an appointment so although it's in my opinion it's not as good as seeing someone in person if you need to wait three months to see that that patient in person then that's not good healthcare. but if during COVID restrictions I could see a patient within a week or two Um, via telehealth and at least start to understand what the problem was and give them some interim advice and set up a plan to meet them um, when we could. I think that that's that's a really important um, healthcare thing to be able to offer. But I understand the reluctance of of doctors, particularly surgeons, to first meet a person virtually because there's a lot at stake in a consultation. Um, We do need really thorough examinations. We need the ability to develop rapport
1: One of the big issues for surgeons is that often the preoperative appointment is about consent to a procedure. So I asked the surgeon on our panel, Bridget Clancy, how she managed this. If
2: we're particularly going to consent someone for a procedure, these are high stakes things. So when I first meet a patient virtually, the first thing I do is introduce myself and I apologise that we, we can't meet in person and I ask them how they're going, and then ask them where they are, and if it's a good time, and whether they've got privacy for the consultation. Sometimes you can hear other people in the background, you can see other people, and I might just say, I can hear that you're with other people, are they your, you know, is that your family or friends, or who's important to you? Just to get a little bit of the context, to understand um, who who can hear me and who can see me. The beauty of that though, is that it, it allows you to see the person in there In their most comfortable context often it's either at work or at home they can let you know that they've either created a private space for themselves and it's okay to talk or they can show you that they're at the kitchen table with the kids and that their husband's working from home there's all sorts of of benefits that you you have there and and you can use that to help establish rapport so i'd say that our, our main aim is to provide care and to provide excellent care and It's not ideal to do that initially via telehealth, but there are ways that you can tailor your consultation to create that environment.
1: And Bridget's practice is in the country, so reduced travel for her patients is an added advantage.
2: I think seeing new patients via telehealth gives an opportunity to understand their problem um, and put some things in place so that when they do see me in person for a thorough examination, they're probably arriving also with their investigation results. For example, their audiogram or a CT of their head and neck or sinuses, and that can mean that they have less travel back and forth to appointments if I've been able to cluster all of those investigations together.
1: So seeing new patients via telehealth is about being conscious of all the sources of information available to you, including the additional advantage of seeing the patient in their home environment keeping the consultation structured and actively seeking to build a rapport with the patient by finding out about their social situation as well as their medical issues. I hope this short podcast has been helpful. We have several in the series and also many other telehealth resources on Advanced Telehealth landing page. Please share this episode with a colleague you think may benefit from hearing from fellow members. Next time, we'll be discussing the topic on everybody's minds. What do we do about physical examinations? Thanks for joining us.